Good evening, Patriots. How is everyone doing tonight? I am Praying Medic, and this is my nightly news and commentary. I normally broadcast live from CloudHub Channel 115. Uh, CloudHub has temporarily got some of us offline because their video hosting service, IBM, uh, decided to engage in a little bit of censorship. We hope to be back on CloudHub at some point in the future. Right now, my broadcasts are available primarily on Rumble, as well as my website, prayingmedic.com forward slash blog. You can also get my videos and the audio version of these broadcasts on Podbean. That is the uh, podcast platform that I use to do these broadcasts. Got a little bit of news to catch up with and uh, some attitude adjustment for those of you who had a rough weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's Monday and we're going to take a little journey through my Twitter timeline. But first, let me tell you about my book. The Great Awakening, which is now available on Barnes & Noble, at least in the online store. So The Great Awakening is the second book in the Q Chronicle series. Uh, first book covers about the first two months of Q's operation. This one picks up in December of 2017, goes through about March of 2018, cover a lot of different subjects, including Q's posts about President Trump's visit to Asia, specifically North Korea. There's a lot of information on Q's posts uh, related to North Korea. There's a lot of Q proofs in there. Uh, this book also has a 500, uh, actually, I think it has more like about 600 uh, words and terms, abbreviations, and acronyms in the glossary in the back that are decoded to give you a little bit more information about those mysterious and cryptic posts that Q puts up. Great Awakening is now available both on Barnes & Noble online and through Amazon, paperback, and Kindle. I'm just going to talk a little bit about this election and some statistical irregularities that, that people are finding. Um, some cities, counties, and states have a citizenry that reliably votes in favor of the winning candidate year after year, whether it's mayor, governor, president. These cities, counties, and states are called bellwethers. They can be used to predict the outcome of an election. Now, they're not perfect, but bellwethers have tend to have a pretty good uh, record for accuracy for predicting outcomes of elections. All right, prior to the 2020 election, there were 19 counties in the United States that consistently voted in support of the winning presidential candidate going back to 1980. So every president since Reagan has been correctly predicted by the uh, majority of votes in 19 different counties. Those 19 counties are called bellwethers. This year, the majority of the voters in 18 of those 19 counties voted for Donald Trump. That is a highly relevant statistical anomaly. Uh, statistically, these counties which normally represent the winning presidential candidate should have voted for Biden, but 18 of them voted for Trump. Now, Ohio is a bellwether state. Uh, the majority of Ohio voters have supported the winning presidential candidate going all the way back to 1960. Normally, you have to carry Ohio in order to win the White House. This year, Ohio voted for Donald Trump, not Joe Biden. Another kind of aberrancy. And here's another one. It's often been said that winning Florida is a key to winning the presidential election. Uh, candidates spend an enormous amount of time and money campaigning in Florida. Uh, but 
Joe Biden did not win Florida or Ohio this year. That is a very significant anomaly in elections. But Joe Biden underperformed Hillary Clinton in every major city in the United States except four. Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. Four cities where the vote is currently suspected of being fraudulently manipulated. And here's one more statistical anomaly. In 2012, uh, Barack Obama set an all-time record low for the number of counties he had won in a presidential election with only 689 uh, counties won in his election. Joe Biden won only 477 counties this year. That is more than 200 fewer counties won. And yet we're told that Biden had 9 million more votes in this election. Republicans didn't lose a House seat this year. They picked up 12 House seats. All right, so how do you jive these numbers that don't seem to make sense? We've been told that Biden had strong turnout, yet he loses all his bellwether states and counties and had a much won 200 fewer counties than Biden. It just doesn't make sense. So something to think about. All right, on Sunday morning, Sean Davis created something of a panic on Twitter with this tweet. Uh, Sources familiar with Durham's ongoing investigation of the bogus Russian collusion operation tells Federalists that Durham isn't doing anything, dropping his investigations. He's worried about blowback from Biden. What an absolute disgrace. Well, I knew this was fake news. <laughs> Just, I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, these anonymous sources, this is probably somebody who is a deep state sympathizer, and they're trying to demoralize and discourage people like us who should know better than to listen to this stuff. That was at uh, 9.56 my time. Uh, later that day at 6.50 in the evening, Davis tweets this out. Well, another source familiar with Durham's investigation rejected entirely the characterization that Durham is dropping his probe. John Durham's investigation remains at full speed ahead. And of course, uh, Gateway Pundit, being the clickbait company that they are, had to jump on this and publish an article based on this and get a whole lot of people in a panic uh, on Sunday. Uh, you know, if you just wait a little while, eventually people will come out and, and they'll correct the record and they'll straighten out what's really going on. John Solomon tweeted this out. Uh, I see these reports that Durham is folding up shop and not pursuing any further investigation. My reporting conflicts with that. I'm seeing extensive investigative efforts underway. I don't get a sense that it's over. In fact, I suspect we may see action soon from the probe. Now, we have reason to believe that John Solomon has pretty good sources. Uh, he, he hasn't been wrong very much in the past. So I think I would take Solomon's word over these anonymous sources that are uh, casting doom on Twitter. Jim Jordan had this to say in his uh, interview with Maria Bartiromo this weekend. Where is John Durham? Where is Bill Barr? I've had numerous talks with the Justice Department. Mr. Durham is doing his work. I, I expect a, some kind of report, some kind of investigation here real soon. Uh, like you, I'm frustrated that it didn't happen sooner. But uh, look, you and I can't put anyone in, we can't prosecute anyone, we can't indict anyone. All we can do is get the facts out to the American people. The Justice Department has to do that. Uh, I, I'm hopeful they're going to have something real soon for the American people. My advice, uh, if you're looking for it, when it comes to 
How to react to this bad news when it comes out is wait. Just wait. And wait for other people to weigh in on the issue. If somebody puts out a bad report, just wait and don't get in a panic and, and wait for more information to come out. Look, we're engaged in an information war and a lot of people are going through the emotional roller coaster because they're listening to too many voices. They are. You just listen to all these mainstream media voices that are telling you that uh, Joe Biden's going to be your next president. Uh, you can't listen to those voices. In spiritual warfare, it is critical to learn how to hear God's voice and to listen to God's voice. If you're doing deliverance or if you're doing physical healing or emotional healing, you have to get tuned in to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You have to know what God is saying. You have to know the voice of God and know the voice of demons and, and the enemy. And you listen to God's voice and you reject the voice of the enemy. Well, in digital warfare, it's the same, the same principles apply. You don't listen to the mainstream media. You don't listen to people who are pushing fear porn and trying to get us in a panic. You listen to the president and you listen to people who are close to him. So I pay a lot of attention to people like General Flynn, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, his attorneys, Ronald McDaniel, Kaylee McEnany, and people who are inside the president's uh, sphere who have reliable information. All right, that, so I am very, very focused right now on listening to people who have reliable information. And in this broadcast, I'm just going to take you on a tour of my Twitter feed and show you how I maintain the right attitude. This is from Lynn Wood. Uh, he just tweeted this out, uh, gosh, about an hour ago. Socialist propaganda media machine is running at full speed. Many lies are being pushed, uh, published. Biggest is Biden won the election. He did not real Donald Trump won. Also, censorship of the truth is increasing rapidly. Plan is to allow you to hear only one voice and it will not be the voice of truth. So you just have to realize that there is a war on to control your mind. And social media platforms are getting rid of people like me and, and Dave X22 and other people because they don't want our voice to be heard. They want people to only be able to listen to the mainstream media so they can uh, control people's minds and thoughts with propaganda. Then Lynn Wood tweeted this out. Many are growing weary of uncertainty and are impatient for the truth to be revealed. Please remain strong and remain in your faith. Believe in truth. And that's what a lot of people are getting. Uh, they're just getting worn down. They're getting tired. They're, it's been four years. There haven't been any arrests. People are giving up hope. And it's, you know, it just seems a lot of people are just giving up because they think like the battle is too long. It's too, too much of an uphill battle. And maybe we're not going to win. Well, we are going to win. And we're not going to give up. <laughs> Trump's people are not giving up. And, you know, you can quit. You can give up if you want. You can go sit on the sidelines and watch, you know, from the bench. Or you can be a digital soldier and be on social media and believe in the truth and believe people who are close to the president and support them and their message. So, again, Lynn Wood here says the plan is to, in part, to limit and control information and wear us down. That's what their, their goal is. Their goal is to blitz us with their propaganda and wear us down. Now, speaking of the president's legal team, we have not yet fully engaged the enemy. We will soon. Truth will prevail. So the media is trying to make you think that the war is over. War hasn't even started. 
<laughs> they haven't even really started the the process of correcting all this stuff. We have a long way to go. It's way too early to give up. All right, Linwood continued to express confidence in the ability of President Trump's legal team to expose voter fraud. He tweeted this out. This was on the 14th. Since I delivered these remarks on November 6th, I've seen overwhelming evidence that massive fraud was in the computer voting system in addition to mail ballots. They will not get away with it. <laughs> Linwood is not giving up. All right, so the president tweeted this out about election fraud. There's tremendous evidence of widespread voter fraud uh, in that there is irrefutable proof that our Republican poll watchers and observers were not allowed to be president in poll counting rooms, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and others, unconstitutional. All right, going to switch over to CodeMonkey here. Uh, CodeMonkey, for those of you who don't know, CodeMonkey was the administrator of 8chan since its inception. And then he has been the administrator of 8kun, where Q posts. Uh, on the day of the election, he stepped down from his role as administrator and jumped on Twitter and started digging into the Dominion voting uh, system, owner's manuals and things. Uh, I just find the timing of that very interesting. So he tweeted this out. Uh, in 2006, New York Times acknowledged concerns over the connections between the owners of the voting machine company Smartmatic and the Chavez government. Uh, the concerns about possible ties between the owners of Smartmatic and Chavez government had been well known to U.S. foreign policy officials since before the 2004 recall election. This is a quote from a New York Times article. Now, uh, Lynn Wood tweeted this out. When AP, PolitiFact, New York Times report that Dominion machines and software did not affect any vote tallies, we the people know for a fact that the opposite is true. Dominion was part of the fraud. And Sidney Powell then retweeted Lynn Wood and said this. Worse than that, the evidence will show that Dominion and Smartmatic were created for the precise evil purpose of rigging elections for corrupt rulers. And the companies are foreign owned, created with communist money. So they're going after this. <laughs> now, Smartmatic's Twitter account denied any connection to Dominion voting systems. They tweeted this out. Uh, against false statements, here's the facts. Smartmatic does not own Dominion voting systems and has never provided Dominion with any technology. Smartmatic has never had ties with any government or political group anywhere in the world. Major Patriot tweeted this out. They're playing word footsie. Venezuelan firm Smartmatic is a subsidiary of Dominion. Smartmatic's chairman is a member of the British House of Lords. Lord Mark Malik Brown, the former vice chairman of George Soros Investment Funds and former vice president at the World Bank. So uh, Lord Malik Brown and Soros are highly connected. They have been for a long time. A Twitter user replied to a tweet by Sidney Powell. After seeing how Smartmatic robbed the Venezuelan people of their freedom multiple times since many years, I can't understand how it was allowed to do the same in the United States, especially when everybody knows what it did. Sidney Powell replied, money and power corrupted countless weak or evil people. Now is the time for all good citizens to stand up and come to the aid of this great country and the freedom we love. Communists can go wallow in the devastation of communist countries. They will not succeed here. And uh, Sidney Powell said this in response to somebody. It's certainly possible that Trump won every state. He definitely won the popular vote. He probably did that also in 2016. Uh, and 
<laughs> in case you think that Sydney Powell is just running her mouth, um, she said on her interview with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday, I never say anything I can't prove. <laughs> this is from uh, Trey Trainer, who is the chairman of the Federal Election Commission. Having practiced law for almost two decades as a member of the State Bar of Texas, I've never known fellow Texas lawyer Sidney Powell to be anything but forthright and honest in every case she's ever taken on. If she says there's rampant voter fraud in 2020 election, I believe her. All right, back to Code Monkey. Uh, he tweeted out something interesting. Google search trends spiked for the term change dominion vote in early summer 2020. Now, why would people be searching for the, the phrase change dominion vote in the summer of 2020? Doesn't make any sense, but apparently they were. Uh, Washington Post claimed that President Trump's attorneys dropped a major part of their lawsuit against the state of Pennsylvania. Here's their article. Tim Murtaugh, who is uh, President Trump's comms director, tweeted this out. The story is completely erroneous. Our lawsuit in Pennsylvania absolutely still makes an issue of the 682,479 mail-in and absentee ballots that were counted in secret. To write that we had scrapped that argument requires not reading the amended complaint. Again, this is information warfare. They're trying to create a narrative that Trump's people are giving up and backing down on their lawsuits, and they're not. All right. Speaking of lawsuits, Boris Epstein explained uh, President Trump's next move in Pennsylvania. There's going to be an argument. I take it it's in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, is where the, the court is in the central, the central district of Pennsylvania. Tomorrow, you're going to argue in court, and you're going to argue... The situation with the poll watchers, the observe not the poll watchers, the observers. The watch, no, the court called, order. Off, you were right. They're called watchers in Pennsylvania. You're right. Okay, and and you guys are going to argue that part of the case in addition to the equal protection. Uh, yes, we are going to be arguing the watchers issue, uh, and we'll be arguing every point of contention on behalf of the president. But again, as as Rudy as Rudy Giuliani has laid out, the fact that almost seven hundred thousand mail and absentee ballots were counted without observers, without specifically Republican observers in these heavily, heavily Democrat counties is an absolute violation of Pennsylvania law and a violation of equal protection as well as due process. Uh, Jenna Ellis is a member of President Trump's legal team. She tweeted this out. I spent the last four days with President, uh, I've spent the last four days with the president's national legal team and I'm confident we are going to preserve free and fair elections in America. And then she tagged Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. Joe DeGeneva is on president's legal team along with his wife, uh, Victoria Tensing. He is putting together an all-star team, <laughs> count all legal votes. And then we got some tweets from the president, rigged election, we will win. And of course, we still have the Twitter banners here saying this claim about election fraud is disputed. And President Trump tweeted out, I won the election. And uh, of course, you have official sources called this election differently. So Jenna Ellis retweeted the president and asked Twitter what official sources Twitter was citing. <laughs> what official sources? Well, the first step in gaslighting the public is establishing official sources as indisputable authorities. And what Twitter did prior to the election was they warned everyone if you disputed the official results, you would be subject to forms of censorship. 
and by official results, they named specific mainstream media companies who would be the only ones who could make the call on who won the election. They set this whole thing up to create a, a disinformation campaign. This is all propaganda. So President Trump tweeted this out. Many of the court cases being filed all over the country are not ours, but rather those of people who have seen horrible abuses, our big cases showing the unconstitutionality of the 2020 election and the outrage of things that were done to change the outcome will soon be filed. This was yesterday. So President Trump's legal team haven't even filed their biggest cases yet. That has yet to happen. So we have a long week ahead of us. <laughs> Don't run out of gas on Monday. And President Trump tweeted this. This is an election wizard, someone I recently started following during the election. Uh, good versus evil. And President Trump retweeted them. We won't let a rigged election steal our country. It is not going to happen. I don't care what the mainstream media says. They can keep tweeting all they want. It is not going to happen. All right. President Trump said this, most fraudulent election in history. And then he tweeted out a video of these uh, hackers uh, basically showing how insecure the Dominion voting system is. And he said, Dominion is running our election rigged. And the president tweeted this out. The radical left Democrats working with their partner, the fake news media, are trying to steal this election. We won't let them. And then he tweeted this out. The rate of rejected mail-in ballots is 30 times lower in Pennsylvania this year than it was in 2016. This is an uh, anomaly in the statistics that is relevant. So the president continues. This is why they kept our poll watchers and observers out of the sacred voting counting rooms because they were accepting ballots that should have been rejected and they knew it and they didn't want anyone watching that happening. So a lot of people are speculating this election is going to be overturned, but in fact, it's not going to be because the election hasn't been decided yet. <laughs> the vote is still in dispute in many states. Most states have not certified their vote count yet. The courts haven't ruled on hardly any of the cases and the big cases the president's legal team haven't even filed yet. The Electoral College hasn't voted. And if the Electoral College is not able to make the call, the decision is going to go to the House. And it's one state, one vote, and Republicans have the majority. So President Trump is holding all the cards. The mainstream media likes to pretend that they've got the upper hand, but President Trump has all the cards. He is going to be in the Oval Office for another four years, whether they like it or not. All right, switching gears here. Um, there's an article from Axios that I thought was interesting. You have to read articles like this and filter through the, uh, the narrative and the bias and the fear porn. But uh, out of this article, <laughs> which says that Trump's only going to be in office for another 10 weeks, there was a very interesting detail that I pulled out. Just one sentence. John Radcliffe will publicly describe in granular detail intelligence about China's nefarious actions inside of the U.S. So that is coming. Uh, we're going to get, it sounds to me like Ratcliffe's going to declassify and make public information about China's actions inside the U.S. That is going to be highly important moving forward. A lot of governors and mayors are now uh, instituting crackdowns, uh, Limiting indoor gatherings, requiring masks. This is from state of Washington, Governor Inslee. Uh, 
is going to limit indoor gatherings with people outside the household. They'll actually be prohibited unless people quarantine for 14 days prior to the social gathering. Look, if you are in a state or a city where this is happening, it is incumbent upon you to stand up, make your voice be heard, and to not take this. You do not have to accept these, these orders. Uh, and I'm not saying that we should be violent, but we also don't have to accept these uh, mandates sitting down. Some people who have uh, proven to be pretty reliable so far on social media are hearing that President's legal team may have their sights on California. This is from Kevin McCullough. I'm now getting reports that California is also a Dominion client, maybe in the crosshairs of Trump's legal team. The idea being that this corruption uh, is, is a cancer everywhere and it must be surgically removed. So it would be very interesting to find out what kind of uh, election rigging, if any, there's been in California and see what the real vote count is. All right, after the announcement today, the development of a second COVID vaccine that has a 95% efficacy, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at 29,950, an all-time record. It wouldn't surprise me tomorrow if the Dow crosses the 30,000 threshold. This is interesting because mainstream media has been trying to crash the market with all of these reports of increased COVID cases in various states. And of course, they're not reporting actual, actual hospitalizations. They're not reporting deaths. And the numbers are, of course, inflated. And there's a lot of false positives. Even though the mainstream media is trying to crash the market, the announcement of a new vaccine is making the market uh, continue to rise. And as I've said in the past, don't need to worry. President Trump has said no one's going to be required to take the vaccine. The beauty of having these vaccines is the president can use them uh, to delegitimize lockdowns. He can say, look, there's no reason to do a lockdown because we have a vaccine available. Even if people don't want to take it, having the vaccine available takes away the reason for governors and mayors to institute lockdowns. And that is all I have for you uh, today on the news. I hope this has encouraged you. I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. It's early in the week. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of big news coming out. If you follow President's legal team on Twitter, I would highly recommend it, especially Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. Uh, I would follow them closely and look at how they're interacting and look at what they're saying. Uh, they're signaling very clearly in public uh, what evidence they have and what they plan to do. If this message has blessed you. You can support me on Subscribestar. Link to my Subscribestar page is in the description box. There is also a link to my book, Great Awakening, in the description box. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep the president in prayer. Keep his legal team in prayer. Keep the military and the Secret Service in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on next broadcast.